to a very sleepy episode of Artificial Ghost Radio. Your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm ready for a nap. This podcast is a podcast... I'm Mars, by the way. Hi. Yeah, hi. (laughs) This is a podcast where every single goddamn week of our lives... Of our miserable gay lives... (laughs) We bring two songs each and discuss what makes them special. So here's the deal, and here's why this is a special episode. Because normally we record at probably close to 5 p.m. my time. Yeah, about 5 or 6 your time, which is about 10 or 11 my time. Like, I'm, I'm up. Have my coffee. So normally you get morning miles and afternoon Mars. But today... You're getting afternoon miles and night Mars. And Mars is very sleepy, and I've had a day. You've had a day, so I've what's day. your day? Okay, so Tell me about I, your day. I said to Mars that I would explain to them what happened when we started recording, because I don't want to spoil it. So, I'm a bad student. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone that knows me knows this. I love not going to school. It's like my favorite thing. And last week, I felt like garbage, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to go to my tutorial, I'm sure if it's important, I'll just read whatever the fuck's online, it's fine, you know, easy breezy cover girl. And then I went in this week, and oh boy, did I fuck up, because for one of our major assignments, we had to be there last week so we could film, because we're editing a project, see, I took this class about editing so I could you know, maybe help mm. with the podcast a bit more and actually know how to do computer things. And uh, sure. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so I missed a very crucial class. So today, my beautiful, wonderful teacher for media, Claire, Claire, you're not listening, but I love you, Um, was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get you out of camera, get you out of tripod, and tomorrow you can come into the next tutorial and learn about it more there, even if you have to rush and film a bunch of shit. And I was like, okay, cool. And of course, we were planning on recording the podcast at 4 p.m. my time, which is 11 p.m. Mars time, which is right. just terrible for yeah, my friend it, Mars. It wouldn't have been great. I mean, look, it's only about 9.40 right now, but I have a job now that required me to get up for, for training, so I kind of adjusted my sleep schedule. Yeah, so I, I grabbed all this camera equipment, and then I was like, well, I have to get on this bus that takes an hour and a half with this huge bag of camera equipment. And this big old tripod, which is kind of like a hockey stick bag, like that size. You know what a fucking tripod bag looks like. So I was, right. and, and my backpack. So I was hauling ass, sweating like a fucking sinner in church. And just like, <laughs> what? No, fuck. Uh, so then I called my mom and I was like, Linda, can you please bring me home? Because <laughs> I'm carrying so much shit. So luckily, I was even able to come here and do the podcast, because otherwise I would have been passed out on the bus. So I'm having a day. I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm fucking ready to listen to some goddamn fuck shit music. I'm sorry. I I don't think I actually brought any fuck shit music this time. Fuck you. Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. What's up? What the fuck? is theme for this week oh yeah the theme for this week is a song from a band that we've seen live not together because we live across the world from each other but separately that we have seen live haven't you already talked about on this show how you've only seen one band live i actually can't remember if i've talked about it on the podcast they will remind mm. me <laughs> eric will tweet yeah. at me eric will hey, tweet dip at us. shit you already told this story <laughs> 
listen, Tasmania. Uh, but, is, I'll get into it, but Tasmania isn't exactly the best place for musicians. Right. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. So the song that I'm bringing this week for the theme is "Comics" by Caravan Palace off of their Robot Face album in 2015. Good. You sing Caravan Palace? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, they they were dope as fuck fucking oregon and then they did another u.s tour and didn't come to oregon (laughs) very yeah it was very mean of them well they met you once and they were like i can't go back there again (laughs) (laughs) and i say robot face album because the actual album title is an emoticon of a robot face (laughs) i love that that's some prince level shit yeah, it's very good, and it makes it very difficult to talk about this album to other to folks sometimes. Let's uh, <laughs> let's listen to this great song. That I, I love that. This week. Let's give it a listen. Hell yeah. <laughs> Here's a fucking micro genre for you. Caravan Palace is an electro swing band, mm-hmm. and electro swing is basically just swing music with electronic, like EDM sometimes elements. If you're at our age and you've been on the internet, you should probably know what electro swing is. You've probably heard electro swing at some point, and to be honest, you've probably heard Caravan Palace or uh, Pavrov Stellar. Yeah, per, yeah, Stella. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you've at least heard like Lone Digger or something, mm-hmm. or Wonderland maybe. That was pretty popular. Sure. On the Wikipedia page for Electro Swing, there are apparently only eight artists that are notable enough wow. to get a shout out on the page. Jeez. And out of those eight, I only know two of those bands. Can you get that list? So the and the section is labeled notable artists. Which seems maybe a little condescending, yeah. The eight artists are Caravan Palace, a Chinese man, which... Well, okay, first off, no. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) No, they aren't. I'm on Chinese man's Wikipedia page right now. (laughs) And they're a French trip-hop band. They're not even labeled as an electro-swing band, so I don't know what the deal is there i'm also on the wikipedia page now but notably there are the first like uh, section other than the summary is controversy (laughs) oh yeah i'm gonna send you a picture of these fools because it's only a couple sentences i'm gonna read this whole controversy yeah go for it bit chinese men have received criticism for their name cultural appropriation and whitewashing the group is composed of three Caucasian men. The titular character of their music video, Miss Chang, is portrayed by Caucasian actress Clementine Bart. There were protests in Canada during their 2018 North America tour. The group has said their name stemmed from random conversations. Hey, maybe... <laughs> yeah. Look. Mm. Oh, my, oh, my God. Look at these fools. Yeah. Yikes. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, listeners, just like Google Chinese man band. I the one that I gave to Mars was just them all doing like a what's good sort of pose in front of a graffiti mm-hmm. wall, and they're all wearing black t-shirts, and they all look like someone's stepdad. I don't know whose stepdad, but they're a stepdad. <laughs> they're like they're these are like the bartenders at your local music hall. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh no. So, going back down the list of notable electro swing artists, even though according to Wikipedia themselves, Chinese man does not qualify, but whatever. Yeah, kind of wild, but you know. Uh, Perov Stellar, of course. Yolanda Be Cool, which is just a, a great dope name. name. Dope name. Then we've got Deluxe, Caro Emerald, Demicat, and Boogie Belu. Be- Beliqui? Beliqui? Okay, sure. I mean, I don't I don't recognize them, but like, they all sound uh-huh. unrecognizable. Do you know what I mean? Like, none of those I, names absolutely. are like, this is, this is something I could use in regular conversation. None of them are that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Caravan Palace is definitely the coolest. Deluxe is probably the farthest away. Deluxe could be any genre. <laughs> yeah. But what is, I think, notable about all electro swing artists is that they all have maybe the stupidest names possible <laughs> yeah you're right i and i'm not even gonna pretend that caravan palace isn't also a pretty dumb name yeah <laughs> what, what is that what does it even mean but anyway so caravan palace really is the only electro swing band that i'm even a little bit into and i'm into them enough to have gone to see them live it, this was a couple of years ago now Caravan Palace is a seven-piece French electro-swing band. And fun fact, it it started with only three members, but after they got into it more, they were like, well, shit, we've got to play live at some point, but there's no way that we're going to be able to do that with three folks. So they just just went on MySpace and found some more dudes. That's that's one of my favorite ways that bands get together is just like, ah, fuck. (laughs) And just go right. on, like, a forum somewhere and go, mm-hmm. uh, can anyone play an upright bass? <laughs> so, I have absolutely no clue as to the meaning of the lyrics on this song or any of their songs. Oh, oh, really? Because I think, oh, my pops used to say I'm a chumpy, they keep it all under my bed, uh, is really straightforward. <laughs> you know how your dad used to call you a chumpy? Yeah, it... I mean, it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> Mars, but you're no good, song, you're such a little fucking chumpy. This song, I love all of the effects on her voice. That lead singer, Zoe Colotis? 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 What's the French pronunciation? I have no idea. I don't I know. Colotis, I, d- huh? I, I don't know French pronunciation very well. I don't know French. I mean, I don't know that either. To be fair. I learned French. I'm focusing on learning Spanish first. Yeah, that's valid. Anyway, I love all of the effects on her voice throughout the song. It's it's kind of chaotic, but it's it's Yeah, they always do really interesting production on the vocals. Like I, I Absolutely. It's always so interesting. I really like it. Because mm-hmm. they treat the vocal track like like an instrument track. Mm-hmm. Like she's actually singing the song and if you like when I saw them live, like, you know, she's singing the song. Mm-hmm. But they treat her voice as if it's like a sample that they can fuck around with. Yeah. 
I think that's probably like a staple of the electro swing genre is like because swing music mm-hmm. is generally pretty instrument heavy. I think like right. that makes sense that it would be treated like an instrument. Mm-hmm. And and these folks do play actual instruments. All of the music that they make is made with a combination of real actual instruments and electronic beats and synths and all that. Sure. So a lot of production goes into this. A lot of production. It's it's a totally bizarre sort of dance jam and has a completely unique sound that you don't really hear a lot even within the electro swing genre. I feel like Caravan Palace is really the the only artist that I'm aware of in the genre that is that is really uh, actively sort of pushing the boundaries of what the genre is at least at the time of the album's release. Which was only like three years ago, so. Which was only like three years ago, and I hope they're coming out with new music soon. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say, I yes. I love because like I'm on the Genius Lyrics page, of course. How like uh, the tracks for this album, it's like maybe one or two words per song, you know, like Lone Digger, Mighty right. Aftermath, and then track number ten is Human Leather Shoes for Crocodile Dandies, and it really does stick out immediately it really does it really does and that's honestly probably one of my favorite songs on the album but i specifically picked this song because the music video is fucking weird it is so did you want to talk about that yeah let's talk about the music video really quick so i want to cosplay as this weird mask lady hell yeah just no shoes weird dress yep weird mask i love it so uh, a quick overview of the video for the listeners at home mm-hmm. is that it is a bunch of folks sort of hopping around on all fours, being seemingly controlled by this mask lady who is walking around. Yep. They're all sort of acting animalistic. Yeah. They keep trying to look up at the sky and she keeps turning them down to, to look back at the ground. And then she makes a chair out of them and they run away. The ending was very strange. The whole thing is very strange, but I love it. It's it's honestly probably my favorite music video that they've done because it is just such bizarre, cool, unique imagery mm-hmm. that, to be honest, I'm not even sure has a real meaning. I don't think it needs to. Not, yeah. I think that it's just this cool idea that they had, that they... That they or a cool idea that whoever was in charge of making this video had. Yeah, that's usually how it goes for music videos. Like, oftentimes, and it's sort of changed a little bit recently, like, sometimes people sort of go in a bit more literally for music videos, but back in sort of the early 2000s and before that, it's kind of like the director of the music video and the director of the song never met each other, and they just had to (laughs) sort of just smush it together. To talk briefly on my experience seeing them live so this was actually the first band that i've ever seen live how many bands have you seen now two and then i'm going to go see caliucci's next month so then it'll be three i'm excited i'm very excited i can guarantee you that the following episode after caliucci special it will just be a caliucci special because i have not even like it's wild to me that i have not brought caliucci's yet it kind of is actually that is wild i think the reason why i haven't brought kelly issues yet is because i really wanted to try and sort of expand my own boundaries in music 
mm-hmm. just to have something more interesting to talk about. Sure. That's what this podcast This podcast is a journey. It's for us and it's for you. It's so we can develop as music listeners. Beautiful. And so you can listen at our dumb goofs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wait. <laughs> Did I did I fuck that sentence up? I feel like I fucked up that so sentence. So you can listen bad. to our dumb goofs. That sounds right. Okay, so I got it right. Okay. Yeah, good. So what uh, was it? Two years ago or like three years ago? It it was definitely shortly after the album came out. So either in 2015 or early 2016, okay. this song and all of the songs that they make are honestly production-wise incredibly complicated and wild and there's so many layers to it it is that's a good way of describing it i think it has a lot of layers yeah and they do all of that live Mm -hmm. the the songs sound just as good if not better sometimes and the bass that they have in their songs you can feel it kicking in your chest that's my favorite that's my favorite i love that that's the best part of seeing music live to me is feeling the music pulse through your body yeah, shout out to all of our bass and also drum players, because live experience-wise, best part of it, always. Absolutely. Look, if you're a bassist or a drummer, and you've got a good speaker setup... We feel you. The whole neighborhood feels you, and I love it when I'm in the show. Maybe the neighbors don't. <laughs> the neighbors are fucking knocks. I don't give a shit. Right. I feel like if you're moving next to a music hall, you gotta know what you're getting into. Absolutely, Yeah. God. Yeah, I, I know people that go to the music school in my town, and God, I don't want to be their neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the show felt more fun because it felt like they were really having fun doing it. They were, like, up there dancing with each other and oh. doing fun robot rap battles. That's very cute. Where they just made robot noises at each other oh. to a beat. It was very fun and good. It was it was a great show, and I had a great time. And shout out to Caravan Palace. Come back to Portland, please. <laughs> so I guess that's all I have to say about the song. It's a fucking dope jam. It's a bip, it's a bop. It's a bip, it's a bop. It's... It's a skibbit bop. It's the scat man. You're the scat man. <laughs> oh, God. I am the shit man. Oh, yeah, you're the shat man. Yeah. Wait, I- we go to my song why are those two words <laughs> like scat the music and also scat the shit fetish sure who picked the fucking i don't to ask an even better question so you know the cantina scene in the first star wars with the band I do. george lucas or Google. perhaps a writer for one of the extended universe books or whatever sure. decided that the style of music that they're playing is similar to jazz, but it's different. So it's, they called it jizz. And I am not even remotely joking. The worst part of that is that an adult that fully knew what they were doing did that. Right. Here are the two scenarios. The two scenarios are either they d- honestly didn't know what jizz was and it was an honest mistake. They- or B, or B, they absolutely know what jizz is. And by the way, my friend Althea, who is sex repulsed ace, is listening to this podcast right now and <laughs> is not having fun. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry Althea. Althea. I'm sorry. 
Let's move on to your song. I don't want to now. I just I can't stop thinking about Jizz and George Lucas. Oh, sorry. Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. What's so up? This is my voice now. It's your voice? Yeah. I'm either up here or down here. Sorry. Gotta pick one. You're you're in the fucking character creator for you. <laughs> the two voice options. No middle the sliders, two voice bitch. Are either the no middle sliders. I'm either eight year old little kid, or I'm the terrible gruff Kratos motherfucker. What's your fucking song? Also, on that note, before I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep avoiding. Fuck it. off. <laughs> Fuck off, what's your song? <laughs> okay, so, as Mars already knows, and this is just going to be a rehashing for Mars, because I've already told you the story, but I've only seen mm-hmm. one band live. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna fucking... You're gonna turn off Discord. While you're talking, I'm... Play Overwatch. I'm gonna play Pocket Camp and <laughs> not, I'm, I'm gonna ignore you. It's gonna be great. Too bad you have to listen to my terrible song. <laughs> oh, fuck, right. Uh, yeah, so, my song this week is Fishies by the Cat Empire. Because they're the only band that I've seen live. We were literally talking the other day about how bad Scott is. And now I'm bringing you Scott because it's the only thing I've listened to live. It's not a great look, honestly. It's not. It's it's not a great look. Listen, I'll get into it after we listen to the song. Man, the Incredibles 2 soundtrack is fucking weird. <laughs> Mars, you know I don't get that reference. I haven't seen Incredibles 2. I haven't either. <laughs> There's just a bit in this song that sounds like something off the Incredibles soundtrack. That's so stupid. <laughs> Good joke. Uh, somebody laughed. <laughs> it me. At you, not with you. Yeah, it was. It was you. Well, yeah. yeah. That's that's okay. That's that's how it always is. I love you. As I stare off into the distance, gloomily. <laughs> I feel so rejected. The wind blowing in my hair and the rain pouring down my face. How is the? Hey, what? So what's what's the deal with the song? So I live in Tasmania. It's established, which yes. is the little island of mm, the. Uh... That's canon. <laughs> Yes, it is canon. Off the south coast of Australia, the little little baby, little the nipple on the bottom of Australia. I wish you didn't say that. Uh, but I did, and I can't take it back, is the thing. The only famous thing about Tasmania is, uh, let's see, Rebel Wilson, who was in Pitch Perfect, uh, Hannah Gatsby, the comedian, mm-hmm. and the Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> And devil. Right, yeah, the Tasmanian devil is definitely my favorite uh, Tasmanian celebrity. Yeah. He, uh, he's got a big mouth. He does indeed. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this whole podcast out. Oh, no. Restart. Welcome to Artificial Ghosts. Oh, God. Okay, so I live in Tasmania, and no Mm. band comes down here to play. And if they do, they're usually already an Australian band or a Tasmanian band. Mm -hmm. No one from, like, America or Europe. So you're telling me that Beyonce has not graced the Tasmanian stage? Yeah, Beyonce hasn't come down to the deck and played for us, surprisingly. Surprisingly enough, Beyonce... Uh, Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Surprisingly enough, Beyonce... (laughs) 
like she's a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> What's that? It's Beyonce. Insert that Beyonce gif meme. Go ahead. Uh, so it's it's always like an extra plane ride or an extra boat ride to come down here, so no one fucking bothers. Sure. Um, especially if you have like a shitload of equipment, like who who cares? Right. No one's gonna do that. So Cannon Pie was like a little a little rare treat. I saw it with my mum, my stepdad, and my brother. I know for right. sure. Well, I imagine if there's a uh, if there's a band coming to Tasmania, then everyone on the island knows about it and goes. Yeah, yeah. We all fucking uh, huddle on the beach, uh, shipwrecked and alone, while Cat Empire. Yeah. Plays on our coconut stage. It's like the Titanic, but worse because you're not sinking. <laughs> no, it's not that we're not sinking. It's just that we're always in a constant state of sinking. What I did in in order to go to the Cat Empire was I lied to my work and said that I had twisted my ankle and I couldn't come in so I could go see the Cat Empire, which is a very fun and good story. <laughs> So it was nice, uh, and just, I want you to imagine, picture this in your head, close your eyes. Are they closed? Okay, I, I, my eyes are closed, and I'm in danger of falling asleep, so go fast. Yeah, hell yeah, okay, I'll just yell. Um, picture a crowd of, of 30 to 60 year olds skanking to, to Cat Empire. Okay, I, I'm going to be real. I'm not sure that I know what skanking means in this context. I mean, it's what you do to ska music. It's just a very bad dance. It's when you dance very badly to ska music. So did the ska committee come together and decide that their dance was going to be called skanking? Uh, listen, I'm not on the board anymore, so I can't really give you a definitive <laughs> answer. Yeah, you, you, you've, you know, stopped paying your monthly ska dues. Yeah, you know, it's actually like the Mormon church where you have to pay to get out of it. You know, like when you're in high school, and you know, you've got band, you've got theater, you've got football, you've got ska. All those, all those ska kids, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, those... the cool hot ska kids. Yeah, the, uh, the ska kids with their hats and their... Baggy pants. That's probably true i don't know a lot about ska neither do i all i know is that jake from brooklyn 99 was very much into ska right yeah that i remember that yeah. goof vaguely anyway fishies is a song that cat empire did and they played it and they did it <laughs> i think it's one of the more popular ones i think it's sort of like about like magic woman like a mermaid or something there's a lot of ocean themes mm-hmm. and like tying himself to a mast like in the Odyssey. Right. Which, I mean, he directly references, oh, I am a man on an Odyssey. And so tie me to the mask. It's, it's like believe. when those, um, when directors or authors, I'm going <laughs> to, this is a indirect at the BBC Sherlock, but when they think that their audience is so dumb that they won't get context clues or like, you know, subtext, and so they have to beat sure. you over the fucking head with it. It's like, yeah, we get it, man. All right. right. Jesus. I do want to highlight my favorite line uh, in the song, though. And the tiny chefs, they waved their giant knives. <laughs> it's really good. And the dark goomas, they flicked dynamite. That is, that's a Mario. It's like a goomba. So goomas, I looked it up, is a pastry. Oh. So I don't know what this means. You know, the black pastries flicked dynamite. Flicked dynamite. Is that an expression? I, I fully don't know. <laughs> is flicked dynamite like, oh, these were really good? Or jerking it? 
Why would pastries jerk well, it? Why are the tiny chefs waving giant knives? At least that makes more sense than pastries jerking off. Listen, I don't... I thought, I'm sorry, you know Althea. What, you know what my favorite lyric is? What is it? <laughs> Eye patch, tongue ring, little black book. The fuck does that mean? Eye patch, tongue ring, little black book. This is a fucking introduction to fairly odd parents. <laughs> oh, fuck, is this death <laughs> Oh shit, is this Death Note? Why the fuck did you say that? How is this like Death Note? The little black book. Oh my god! This podcast is falling apart. This is falling <laughs> apart at the seams. Let's take it to the fucking break. I hate this. Or to the <laughs> quiz, rather. That's gonna happen. Yeah, the, the, seg- the segment before the break. The Here's the theme the song. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it up. Here, oh, where is it? Where, where is it? On, oh, it's, is it under the hold sheet? On. Look under the sheet. Uh, newsflash. The theme song is Dead, Found Dead in Miami. Fuck, just like Scrappy-Doo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thankfully, we have the theme song Sun, so here's the theme song Sun. Here's music trivia, let's fucking play. So, welcome to a very saturated edition of the Quiz Corner. This week, our lovely contestant, Mars, has to correctly guess which song the lyric is from, each song being from the Saturation Trilogy by Brockhampton. Hmm. Revisiting the old demons, I see. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, it is true that a Saturation Trilogy was found dead in Miami. That is true. Yes. Saturation Trilogy has been declared dead. We're, and now we're digging through its fucking pockets. We're resurrecting it. No, we're not grave robbing. We're more Frankenstein. No, I feel like we're grave robbing. Okay, well, hang on. I'll, I'll I'll open the pocket for you. Can you rummage around in there for me? Uh, yeah, sure. Rummaging sound effect. Uh huh. What you find? Looks like about two dollars. Yeah, about two dollars. This joke is going absolutely nowhere. <laughs> I found the end of the joke. Oh, did you? Yeah, I pulled it out. Where, where is it? I just did what, it. What, what that is was it? it. It ended yeah, what, the joke. Oh, that was it. It was like a ripcord, oh, good. like on a parachute. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So, so like, like one of those hooks to get people off a of stage. <laughs> I like. I did that. But podcast. Mm-hmm. So Mars. Yes. Let's get our hands out of this stupid dirty pocket of this corpse that we're looking through. Okay. Here's your first lyric, bud. You ready? All right. I'm ready for it. Put the bag in the cup. Add it up. Add it up. Put my friends in the truck, add it up, add it up. If you think you know me now, that's enough, that's enough. If you think you know me now, that's enough, that's enough. Well, I definitely recognize it, but I, I mean, yeah. so options. is it A, hotty, B, sweet, or C, gummy? I want to say it's gummy. Is that your final answer? Guess. Be more positive. No. Bam, <laughs> <laughs> bam. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's from Hottie. Cool. You are falling asleep. Um, no, I'm fine. Are you ready for lyric number two, Mars? Yeah. <laughs> Who got the feeling? Tell me why I cry when I feel it. Tell me why. Tell me why. Is that from A, Rental, B, Team, or C, Bleach? We're running into the same problem as we did last time, where I know the song, and I can continue to hum the melody of the song, continuing yeah. there. But the but the name I'm isn't jumping names. out at you. Right. Also, don't think it's gonna notice that you're biting my bit, and just because I'm not doing my segment this week doesn't mean you get to steal. It's not stealing, it's making up for you not wanting to do it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think it's from Bleach. 
Is that your final answer? You know it is. Ding, ding, ding. Cool. You did the damn thing, Mars. You did it. Yeah. All right. I did it. Let's see if, if you get two out of three, the best score that my friend Mars can do. Yeah. I could have got a job at McDonald's, but I like curly fries. That's a, meta- that's a metaphor for my life, and I like taller guys. Could have got a deal if I wanted, but I like owning shit, and I like making shit, and I like selling it. We love a, mm-hmm. we love a Kevin verse. Is it A, Alaska, B, Gold, or C, Johnny? I don't think it's Alaska, and I know it ain't Gold, I don't think. And therefore? So it's probably Johnny, huh? Ding, ding, ding! Cool. You did it. Mars, you got through the segment without passing out. I'm going to keep a high energy up so that you can fall asleep at some point. Yeah, and we'll know. it's, it's going to be great. We're like, uh, yep. Uh, um, quit while you're ahead, yeah, bud. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, who the fuck said I was ahead? You're just ahead. You're a, what's the, it's a dull hand, right? That's like an Irish ghost with a head. Right. Soft. Right. You well, the, yeah. The well, then I'd be more like like a body, not a head. But then this comes down to it, Mars. The real philosophical question is: Are you just your brain, or is your body your like a part of yourself? Do you have a soul? I I <laughs> want to cut you off here because you are trying to come up with a real philosophical argument for this when you are describing me as a goddamn Dulahan. A fictional and not real thing how do you know you've never met one hey why are we still here <laughs> why? Let's go to, let's... where are we let's go to the break let's go to the break. we're lost we're down a we're down a dark road in the middle of a snowstorm we've gone down a dark path and we must we must fight our way out from it we're walking that lonely road that lincoln park spoke of yeah the only road that i've ever known yeah which hey can let me break that down really quick how the fuck do you only ever know one road <laughs> if you're very very bad at geography like are there no intersections on this road i guess so huh but it's a boulevard is a boulevard what's a boulevard what's a god to a king or what's a king to a god and what's a god to a non-believer let's go to the break Hey, welcome to the break. I want to give a special shout out to the battle theme from the first Golden Sun game because I've been playing that for the first time recently and that song absolutely slaps. Also, I want to try another experiment here. I always try to use the break to give some uplifting message because, hey, you're all wonderful and cool, but I wanted to open it up a little bit. So, if you want to leave an uplifting message of your own for a friend who needs a boost, you can DM us at ArtGhostPod or email us at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Send someone some love with my stupid, stupid voice. Finally, what's a song that you really like from a band you've seen live? Tell us about it at that same Twitter handle I said earlier. Anyway, love you all. Let's get back to the show. Hi, welcome back to Artificial Ghost Radio. Welcome back from the break. I'm not doing a segment this week because I'm too fucking tired. And you know what? That's fucking valid. It's fucking valid. Self-care. Yeah, we all have weeks. We all have days. We all have, in my case, lifetimes. But you're just too tired to do shit sometimes. It's sometimes this is how it be. This is how it be on this fucking bench of an earth. 
So, Mars, what's your song for this week? Oh, <laughs> thanks for asking, Mars. Mars. <laughs> my, my new favorite for this week is a song called Fungus by True, featuring Kay Soler, Scott Kelly, and Steve Lacey. All right, I don't know any of these people. Sick. This song is the fifth song on True's... Sorry, that bird just wanted to say hi. Yeah, that bird... <laughs> really just had an opinion about the song it was like hey you guys filming a podcast filming recording a podcast in there (laughs) so this song is the fifth song on what i believe is his most recent album which is called the lamert park project and the reason why i mentioned that it's the fifth song is because it's the fifth song out of 49 songs 49 yeah this, Fuck this is me! A, and they're all of significant length, too, ranging on average from three and a half minutes to around seven. I haven't even listened to all of this album. That's because the album's like a, a day's journey. Yeah, I would need to set aside some time for this It's the Lord this of album. the Rings trilogy of albums. It, yeah, it really is. Let's, let's give the song a... Listen. Uh, so get your get your get your lazy ass up off the couch with your snacks, watching all grown up. Stop the late night parties, getting all throwed up, and go and do some words all the time. You the duck, gotta open your mind. I pray that you listen. Go get your missions, you running out of time. The clock keeps ticking. Complete the missions, open your mind. I pray that you listen. Go get your missions, you running out of time. Well, I would like to say, so you know how last week we lost some of the episode? We (laughs) spoke about that little uh, bit of pink sand where they just didn't fucking write down the lyrics pretty good. Right. And so when I saw the little question mark at the end. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Again. Shit, they did it again. DannyGeniusLyrics.com. What a good song. It's a, it's a little bit a Tribe Called Quest-ish, I would say. It's very good. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit. I will say that for sure. The chorus and the bridge are so goddamn, so goddamn smooth. I know. The groove is so fucking smooth. <laughs> Which, speaking on that, I do want to take a quick little little side note to highlight a line in the middle of verse one which is in reference to astronaut scott kelly who spent 520 days in space and returned to earth on tuesday march 2nd 2017 scott kelly if you remember is also featured on this fucking song oh my fucking god <laughs> That is wild! Yeah, he is uh, part of the choir that sings the chorus. Um, it's it's wild. It's absolutely wild. I do not know how that happened. The song, it's kind of like a diss track against self-doubt. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's made pretty explicit by the end of the song with, uh, hmm, could it be that you're too hard on yourself, so now you're making excuses to belittle yourself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, the idea, that core idea, is weaved throughout the entire song, including in the chorus, uh, where it's basically telling the listener, you know, push forward, expand your mind to new possibities, finish whatever's holding you back. It's 
kind of a cool uplifting song you know yeah i wouldn't say it's like a pump em up but it's kind of like it feels like a bunch of friends chilling and making a song together it's not like explicit dance to this or like you can do this bitch but like the the words are very like supportive and like friends saying that they've got your back and they want to support you his flow honestly feels like like an older brother giving you like a like kind of a solemn pep talk yeah and to be honest, I wouldn't describe Chu's writing style to be particularly deep or complex, but he's completely poetic as fuck. Yeah, for this he doesn't need to be. He gets the point. Right. The lyrics are straightforward for sure, but his delivery and his performance really sell this idea of the song. It's, it's, oh, uh, he does a fucking good job on it. Absolutely. What what are your fav- some of your favorite lyrics in the song? Mm, there are a lot. I'm, I'm like going through again because <laughs> the whole thing, like I I really genuinely enjoyed that. I think I've enjoyed every song that you've bought. Um, well, that's good. I, it's, I'm sorry that I haven't fully enjoyed every song you've brought. That's mine. But yeah, I I like the lyrics. On a Sunday afternoon, in her room on my bed, but I open up your ears, put a crown on your head, get a bat on face mask, put that mug on your face, grab a skateboard, cheat and match up the pace. I like that. Just like, let's go. Let's do something. super nice. Yeah, it's... So, something that, like, I've really been sort of pushing myself towards is... Along those same lines is just, like, if I'm thinking about doing something, then to just start doing it right then. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've historically been super bad about it. Just like, oh, I've got this, you know, idea, or I've got this thing that I need to do today. Mm And then I just don't do it. Yeah. I'm very bad at procrastinating. I'm, re- you know, really trying to, uh, when I'm like, okay, I should take a shower, actually immediately get up, go take a shower. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's kind of part of retraining my brain out of my depressive habits. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't talk about that when talking about depression and sort of that uh, cognitive dysfunction is that, like, even when you want to do things, you put them off. Right. You can't make yourself do it all of the time. So, like, even, like you said, trying to do the little things, like just getting up immediately and showering, like, a very basic thing that you need to do is, is good to train yourself to do when you have depression. Right. And thankfully, because of my medication, which has allowed me to, to be more cognizant and be able to take those steps towards recovery, I don't really feel super depressed nearly as much anymore i think that's Um, wonderful and it is wonderful but i got because i was in i was you know affected by depression for so long that i developed habits based off of my shitty brain (laughs) and then trying to retrain myself to function like a human being yeah you know it's it's been a, a complete process, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting closer every day. Hell yeah, that's damn right. Yeah. And I love you, and I support you in your journey. Thank you. That was a good truck noise, too, that was in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that there were rooms in this house that were soundproof. We love our ambient noise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it's world building. <laughs> that truck was canon. See, it's funny you mention that because in the DLC, you play as the trucker. <laughs> American Truck Simulator. 
it's an alternate story that's that's basically telling the story of what happened to the trucker during this podcast. Yeah, fans love the truck. It's their favorite side character. So we had to devote an entire game to the truck. Yeah, I, I hope uh, everyone at home is ready for for our next podcast artificial ghost trucker edition so we have artificial ghost radio we have artificial ghost lost tapes and now we have Mm. artificial we're a truck now the ghost was in the truck the whole time it's like that stephen king movie slash book oh yeah that stephen king uh movie slash book called the ghost was in the truck the whole time yeah i think it's called no it's called the ghost was in the truck the whole time well, yeah, he did that one, but he also did another one. Is that the one with the called... skeleton on top of the car? Stephen King is just Goosebumps, but older. The the other movie, other than The Ghost Was in the Truck, is Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> That's a Stephen King book? Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. And it's a book slash movie about a bunch of cars that really want to kill people. Yup. My main source of reference for horror movies is the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes and the occasional Futurama episode. Mm-hmm. There's apparently also another book slash movie called Christine. Yeah, haven't you which heard of Christine? Which is also about a car. Yeah, it murders people. Huh. That, that, that's the one what? that the Futurama episode was based off. Why does Stephen King have so many books slash movies about cars and trucks that want to murder? Well, because in the realm of horror, and this is where I'm going to have my little sociology psychology podcast about horror movies, is that a lot of people are afraid of technology and they want works of fiction to reflect their fears and make them valid in their eyes so they don't feel like they're sure. being paranoid. So they're like, ooh, when when cars were coming around, people were like, what are these demon wagons? Uh, and then in 2006... Stephen King released the apocalyptic horror novel, Cell. I've never heard of Cell. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the first sentence of this plot synopsis. Go for it. Clayton Riddle, a struggling artist from Maine, has landed a graphic novel deal in Boston when The Pulse, a signal sent out over the global cell phone network, you know, the global cell phone network, that one, uh, turns every cell phone user into a mindless zombie-like killer technology scary thomas edison was a witch so miles <laughs> so miles what's your new favorite for this week my new favorite for this week is sweet bod by lemon demon really you've only just recently heard this song so i have never listened to lemon demon before because uh hi i'm miles i don't listen to music and i do a music podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just never gotten around to listening to it. And so I did, mm-hmm. after you mentioned him, I believe, last episode or the episode before it. Right, I believe it was last episode, I think. I think so. Yeah, so I, I'd never listened to Lemon Demon apart from... Because he did two trucks, didn't he? Yeah, he did two trucks. He I've, did... <laughs> I've only heard two Ultimate trucks. Showdown of uh, Ultimate Destiny or whatever. No, don't spoil it. <laughs> People may know the artist from his work, The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate History, or Harry Potter Puppet Pals... Or from his music career. I'm pretty sure that we both got the name of that song wrong. No, the ultimate showdown of ultimate history is right. No, I think it's ultimate destiny. The ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Oh, whatever. Yeah, who cares? I mean, it's called the ultimate showdown. Yeah, that's what people know it is. If you've ever been on Newgrounds, you've heard this stupid song. Cicerica has contributed a significant amount to my childhood and adolescence. 
being Absolutely. on YouTube and on Newgrounds as a little edgy fucking preteen. So yeah, let's fucking give Sweetbot a listen and then we can talk about it. That's how the show works. That's how the show works. Pouring out the contents. So, sweet bod. <laughs> oh, sweet bod. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite from that album, Spirit Phone. Uh, so, sweet bod is about the mellified man, which, um, if you've listened to the song, kind of makes sense, <laughs> considering. I'm sorry, the what? The mellified man. No idea who that is. <laughs> Let me explain, Mars. Okay. I uh, see. What's interesting. Uh, about this show is that we're both dumbasses who like to do research so Hell so we yeah. like learning things and it's great for our listeners because the other person never knows the fuck we're, the other one's talking about yeah never know anything about goddamn dog shit so yeah, we're, we are we're so qualified to run this podcast <laughs> so i did actually know about the malefied man before this song i just forgot what it was called it was like it was one of those like i learned about it when i was a kid and then like this gave me a fucking jimmy neutron brain blast and i was like <gasps> that's the bitch so the malefied man is a human mummy confection so so folks were eating candied dude well let me explain how you make a mellified man this was found in in many different places a few places in europe uh in china and also in egypt and how you make a mellified man is when someone is dying you make them eat nothing but honey until they die because they eat only honey and then you bury them submerged in honey Then a hundred years later, you dig it up and you sell it as a cure-all, which kind of makes sense because honey- Wait, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. No, 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 no. Yeah, what's that? Hold on. What's wrong? I am not going to let you say that any of this makes even a little bit of sense. No, it totally does. Um, so honey is a very antibacterial substance. It never spoils. No, 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 no. I, I I get that. I understand that What's portion. What's your problem? I feel like you're breezing past the dude eating. No, people be eating people. So to assuage your uh, fears, there isn't actual much proof that the mellified man was a reality. People did sell jars of honey and they may have called it. This, this honey was made with a mellified man, um, but they, we don't really have proof of it. It could all just be hearsay. It could all just be making shit up. People make shit up. People lie. People be lying. I just can't wrap, like, assuming that this is real. Mm -hmm. It has been detailed in medical journals, so. The part that really gets me is that, I mean, you kind of have to agree to become a mellified man, right? Because you've got to agree to just eat honey until you're dead. Yeah, so I didn't look into that. It was just sort of like a, well, of course they're going to agree to that. I just, how do you get into that situation? Like, Oh, Grandma's dying. Well... (laughs) Well, we can't save her, but here's the next best thing. 
She can save other people in a hundred years. Hey, uh, Grandma, how do you feel? Look, I know that you're dying. I'm sorry. Hey, j But how do you feel about just eating honey until you die and then being buried while submerged in honey and then sold mm-hmm. in jars? It's like, oh, well, that's, that sounds wonderful. Yes, one, yes. I think that's one of the reasons why people think that it might not be real is that who the fuck does that? Yeah. So, let me read this little... It's only, like, three sentences. <laughs> hit me hit me up. Hit me up. I am hitting you up. I'm hitting you. Hit, you you never call me on myself. That's a song, uh, right? I also thought of that. Okay, so, this process differed from a simple body donation because of the aspect of self-sacrifice. The mellification process would ideally start before death, like I said earlier with eating the honey. The donor would stop eating mm-hmm. any food other than honey, going as far as to bathe in the substance. Shortly, their feast... Well, now. Yeah? Hold on. What's up? Hey, Grandma, I know that you're dying in bed, but... Get look, up. <laughs> and I know you've already agreed to eat all of this honey. But there's one other thing. There's one more step that we didn't tell you about, and that's that you do need to bathe in the honey. <laughs> Grandma's like, oh, well, oh, I, I can't really stand anymore. We filled this bathtub with honey. Get in it. How much honey do these bitches have? Yeah, see, that's, that's the other thing. This was in the 16th century. How are they getting this much honey? Where are their big and bees? And, and <laughs> They're very big bees in Egypt. Yes, the uh, the exceptionally large bees. As we all know. Can I continue on with this little uh, paragraph? You can try. <laughs> I know you'll interrupt me, that's fine. Shortly, his feces, and even his sweat, according to legend, would consist of honey. When this diet finally yeah. pro- proved fatal, the donor's body would be placed in a stone coffin filled with honey. Okay, alright. So once yeah. you shit honey and then die. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. I, okay, I cannot possibly imagine how awful pooping honey would be. I do not even want to think about it. If you have any hair on your butt... <laughs> let's, let's immediately get away from this conversation. Now. This sucks. <laughs> Why is this episode so gross? <laughs> After a century yeah. or so, the contents would have turned into a sort of confection reputably capable of healing broken limbs and other ailments. This confection would be sold in street markets as a hard-to-find item with a hefty price. And in the song Sweet Bod, you can, you can read the lyrics or hear the lyrics even if you listen to music like a normal person. Your body starting mm. rumors of mason jars of sweetness who satisfied consumers have often claimed to witness some sexy shrinking tumors, a sweet return to fitness. That line always weeds me out a little bit, the sexy shrinking tumors. Some sexy shrinking tumors. It's beautiful. That's just the maybe the worst way you could describe a tumor. Sexy. And I'm not even going to make a joke about that because it's just not it's just not good. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Also, there's another bit. Um, I'm digging up your coffin and pouring out the contents. Good God, I'm glad to see you. Won't you be my panacea? And pan- panacea was the Greek god of universal remedy, or a cure-all. And as we all know, cure-alls do not exist. Well, I don't know. Have Have you tried my new product, Mars Elixir? And, okay, so Mars... L- pause. No, 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 shut up. So what you've up? presented to me a product. What part of you is in 
the medicine. Why would you assume that any part of me was in the medicine? Because you called it a Mars elixir. No, it's it's like Mars's elixir, not an elixir made from me. It's just my elixir. So what's in the Mars elixir? What does the Mars elixir do for me? A consumer. The Mars elixir, the wonderful cure-all. Uh-huh. So how it works is it's more of like a salve, really. So you rub uh-huh. it just all over your ass. Okay, so a, a butt only. Yeah, it's, a, it's an ass-based cure-all. Okay. And you've just got to constantly make sure that it's that it's on there so you will be having a wet butt at pretty much all times mm-hmm. i always have a wet butt anyway that's fine but it's guaranteed it's guaranteed to cure your laryngitis so okay so let me get this straight you're presenting a cure-all but you're only advertising it so it cures laryngitis well, that's the only one that I'm for sure that it cures, um, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure it cures everything else, too. Okay, And so, is there any sort of, like, in- like special ingredient? Like, does it have, like, saffron extract or, like, Do you think I'm going to give away piss? my... Do you think I'm going to give away my secret ingredient on national fucking television? This isn't Get KFC, dipshit. KFC? Yeah, you know, like the secret herbs and spices. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I thought you thought that KFC was like a television network. <laughs> you know, like ABC, except it's KFC. Oh, KFC. God, that's pretty terrible. Kentucky Fried content. That's not what the. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about Sweetbod? I think it's a banger. Oh, it's a great song, and it's a great song and a great album. Uh, but what I really appreciate about Neil and what the work that he does with Spirit, uh, with uh, with Lemon Demon, is that he always picks like all of his songs are about something, but they're never about him. They're just about something weird. Yeah, someone something or something either, strange. Like creating theme songs for real world folklore or whatever. It's very dope. Yeah, I like Lemon Demon because it isn't traditional music comedy like maybe Tim Minchin or Mm Flight of the Concords is. But it's it it still has dark humorous themes, but it's largely just like interesting songs about weird shit. What's funny is from what I know of Neil Neil Cesariga is that he makes the instrumental before he even writes the lyrics. That makes sense. Yeah. So I can't imagine how the song came about musicians are a mystery to us all musicians are a mystery and that's why on this podcast we try to we uh, uncover the conspiracy of the there's no there's nowhere for this joke to go now keep it going come on okay uh we're, we're here to uncover the conspiracy of how all musicians are secretly uh you get the uh, aliens okay so all musicians are alien y- yeah sh- i mean shit there are a bunch of musicians who claim to have been abducted by aliens name three uh, let me go to the wikipedia page oh no <laughs> uh sammy hagar van halen okay elvis presley okay uh, John Lennon. Okay. Uh, and David Bowie. You're just giving me a list of people that have done a lot of drugs. Well, 
<laughs> we cracked the code, guys. Finally. We've cracked Musicians the code. beyond drugs. Thanks for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Hey, thanks for coming to this very sleepy, very tired episode of Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, this is this is going to be a weird one to listen to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. If you have any theme suggestions or just have a song that you want to share, you can tweet us at ArtGhostPod. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend. Word of mouth is the only way that we advertise, so it really helps a lot. Uh, also, leave us a review on iTunes if you want, because that'd be cool. Thanks once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side.